0: Ooh. They didn't have the lead for a game yesterday. I just told you this three minutes ago, yeah, and I if having, you missed it, how's this, this for that? A number? So, Steve Kerr's been coaching that team for. Is this his fourth season? This is sure. his fourth season? They've never had a game in which they haven't had the lead, as long as Steve Kerr's been the coach. Best team in the NBA. They did not have a lead yesterday. Westbrook scored 27 in the first half. Stephen Adams was big, even though he got into foul trouble. George was hitting shots. And the Warriors beaten by OKC. At home, I think you'll find At that ridiculous yeah. Oh. Yeah. Dan Dibley, our man in San Francisco, 95.7 the game. Breakfast host. Dan, uh, we're right on our numbers, aren't we? We're dead accurate. Yes,
1: dead accurate as far as home games. I believe that was Mark who chimed in with that nugget, and it's true. And, wow, if I sound a little bit stuffed up, it's because, yes, I have been crying uh, (laughs) never to have had the lead last night against OKC. To have Russell Westbrook come in and blow by you, Paul George suddenly looking like an interested party. And, oh, by the way, Carmelo Anthony only played six minutes because he sprained his ankle. This is really the most, I would say, disturbing loss by the Warriors in this four-year Kerr run.
2: Yeah. Uh, Dan, I remember now, earlier, up, we've, Dan and I have known each other for a very long time, and I used to ring you, I remember saying to Dan, our guy Stephen Adams, do you think he's ever going to get minutes in the NBA? Remember, remember when that used to be the conversation, Dan? He looks like he's a, a pretty important cog to that uh, team now there, the Thunder.
1: Yeah, he's a true beast, and I say that in the most complimentary of terms because inside, on defense and on offense, he is a force to be reckoned with. And now he's showing an ability to score on his own, which that's always the big leap for bigger players who are maybe more bulky and play more of a physical brand. The big question is, can you become an offensive threat? You'll see Clint Capella in Houston as a great example mm-hmm. He can jump and dunk and fly around and rebound and block shots, but can you throw it to him and have him generate his own bucket? You're starting to see that now from Steven Adams, and that's why his name was thrown around as a possible fringe all-star candidate this year, and eventually he will be an all-star.
0: And you had another top player ejected yesterday, Dan, so the Warriors setting all sorts of pace records when it comes to ejections. ejections. What's the story, and at any point does it become a real concern? It does for the
1: regular season, and you're talking about Draymond Green, 13 technical fouls now. He was ejected for the third time. If you get 16 technicals in the regular season, then you are suspended for one game. Also, every other technical at that point, you're suspended one subsequent game. So on the 18th technical, the 20th, et cetera. The good news is it does reset for the playoffs. You're given six technicals in the postseason before the seventh triggers. Uh, suspension. The bigger problem though in my opinion is the Warriors are spending too much time complaining to the officials and not enough time defending the opponent. OKC with 42 points last night in the first quarter, that's unacceptable.
2: Yeah, actually I wanted to bring that up with you Dan. What was the weirder quarter of basketball to have a look in a box score and see yesterday? Was it that Golden State conceded 42 points in one quarter yesterday or the fact that Cleveland in the fourth quarter yesterday scored nine points in a quarter against my crappy orlando with four players out
1: i think the answer is as plain as the nose in your face and it's cleveland and the nine because 12 minutes in this up-tempo nba now is an absolute eternity and they scored nine points i think about the the movie defending your life where albert brooks has to defend nine days and they oh nine days nine days Nine points is all you can muster with this high-powered team. Cleveland is the Hindenburg right now. All <laughs> oh, the humanity. The blimp is on fire, people. You can watch it if you want, but that thing is crashing down to earth.
0: Hey, Dan, so that gets us to the transfer deadline, the trade deadline, I think, in the next uh, 24 hours or so. Of the big teams of the contenders, do we expect any to make big moves?
1: I think Boston and Marcus Smart is a player to keep your eye on because he's coming back from a hand injury. Apparently he punched a picture for him and damaged his hand. He might be an extra piece that Boston doesn't need. They might be able to go out and get an additional player that will help them ahead of the deadline. And the other thing to watch is what happens with Oklahoma City. Possibly Avery Bradley goes from the Clippers to help bolster the Thunder after they lost Andre Robertson, who, like Bradley, is a great defender.
2: And finally, Dan, before we get out of here, uh, I had a hate watch the other day at the Super Bowl. I hate both teams, uh, so that was cool. But afterwards, there's been some controversy with an assistant coach possibly leaving the Patriots, then deciding not to. School us up on that, man.
1: Well, Josh McDaniels was going to go to Indianapolis, but at the last minute, the owner of the Patriots, Bob Kraft, gave him a sweetheart offer to stay as offensive coordinator. The conspiracy speculation is that Bill Belichick with a feud with the owner, Bob Kraft, and Tom Brady will bow out, and McDaniels will eventually become the new head coach of the Patriots instead.
2: Whoa. Dan Dibley, thank you for your time.